We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another We're episode back. of No Other Pod. We are the country's number one college basketball podcast. I will kill you. <laughs> what I is do. happening? I told you no shenanigans. And, <laughs> and you're shenanigizing right off the bat. What, I, uh, this podcast is over. What if I just hung the hell up right now? I'm just like, no, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so I thought about doing this. I'm Jimmy. He's Dan. I'm a USC Hello. fan. He's a KU fan, if that wasn't clear. Um, I, when I thought about <laughs> doing that, I was like, there's a non-zero chance. He might actually do it because of his commitment to the bit. And it'd be kind of funny if he did. Oh, to hang but, up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, would, I don't know what that does to our recordings. I'm not a technology know. guy. We might be screwed. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it would work, but I just, I was prepared if you did it to be like, oh, oh okay, man. well, there he goes. It's just me now. Um, at this point, dude, I always root for whoever KU loses to. I always That's do that. smart. Yeah, because I'm Unless just it's like, like Mizzou. Right. But it makes your loss look stronger even if it was by 90 points or whatever it was <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I this is like literally the first time in my life I have any reason to gloat from a college basketball perspective yeah. have you ever cared uh the last so technically USC made the sweet 16 in 2007 we beat Kevin oh, wow. Durant and Texas where well, you uh, were a ripe 12 years old there <laughs> I was a I was a senior in high school Nice. And it was, I remember it was fun. We were all sitting there in the high school watching it. And then I remember watching us lose and being like, oh, that's a bummer. But um, that was, uh, that was the year before OJ Mayo and then sanctions mm. and paying well, I have no ties and... to KU other than growing up a fan. I didn't graduate there. That's so fine. for you to be an alumnus is just really, uh, that's, that's cooler, you know? Yeah. The only other time SC has, has really been decent at basketball in my lifetime was we made the Elite Eight in 2001. Oh wow! So behind the uh, the talents of Brian Scalabrini. Yeah, you were so. two years old there. That's crazy. <laughs> My youngest brother Eddie was literally two years old. So <laughs> time just time just doesn't work to me. It's like right. a year difference. I'm like, oh, you were born, right? right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited. I I have never Should seen be. USC basketball play a game like they played against KU. Well, you got my wife all sorts of fired up. She's like, just let Jimmy have this. And I said, Jimmy will have nothing. Jimmy will have nothing. I said, he does have it. I don't have to give him anything. Yeah. He will not get anything from me. <laughs> I started it before she the game. On your side. Before the game even was played, I started, I was trying to pick fights with people. 
because I was oh, like, this is the, the only time I'm ever going to be able to do this. I don't know when the next time we'll play KU is. And I was like, if we ever have a chance at winning, it's this year because KU was on a downturn. They had the COVID stuff. SC, just everything was hitting all cylinders at the, at the right time. And we have our our uh, top two NBA pick, most likely, on the team. So, Well, how uh, many people looked at that USC team and were like, oh, my, that's a dangerous six seed? Like a lot yeah. of professional pundits or whatever, they – they were calling that way ahead of time. No, they were. And if you look at, you know, Obama, Obama, Obama said it. Obama picked it. He called yep. it. I didn't. I picked him to, to make it to uh, the game against Kansas, but I picked Kansas to win. Yeah. And, uh, and I was nervous heading, heading into the game. It, it's kind of funny though, because everybody I talked to, no matter which team you were a fan of, everybody was convinced that they were going to lose because mm-hmm. me and my friends who are all SC fans, we were like, yeah, this is, we're going to lose. It's KU. Like they're going to figure it out. We're, you know, we don't have the experience, but all of my KU friends and they were all like, KU not have, don't have a good feeling. So well, for a while, even when they're down by 20, if you've watched any of their games, that doesn't matter. Like they always find a way to come back in the second half. So yeah, when they were down by 19, I was like, all right, let's not get upset there's still 10 minutes left they could go on a tear and then they did not well and they came out <laughs> but they came out to start the second half and for the first two three minutes they looked like yeah. okay maybe they figured something out uh and, and usc stats? oh my lord well you guys blew thing. it up on the threes and the field goal i mean when you shoot 60 percent from threes like that what shouldn't do you happen do? that's unreal <laughs> and uh i think i saw ku shot from the field like 27 percent or something like that so no good man they don't have any mad dogs dude they don't have anything this year nothing yeah i think uh, this definitely happened against drake our first round game this might have happened again against ku that we shot better from three-point land than we did from the free throw line because we are like historically terrible from free throws shack style that's funny but uh but no i'm i'm excited i'm happy we'll Well, see that's what's going on these days man march madness and everyone seems to be enjoying the craziness the madness if you will yeah did you do a bracket no, I don't have a printer. You don't have to print out brackets anymore. I got to print a bracket, man. I like to write it in. <laughs> I've been doing it since I was a kid. Sometimes I would print it at work and fill it out. Yeah. But I, I, did, I don't uh, got a printer. I did a bracket at work and that was like my backup bracket. I, when I do multiple brackets, I always pick different things because I'm like, mm. I'm hedging my bets. And uh, my bracket at work is absolutely terrible. My final in that one was Illinois and Iowa. Oh, so that worked good. out well. Yeah. Um, my, my main bracket and my bracket pool for money. Um, that one, I have Gonzaga and Houston in the final. And that's still a possibility. So still going strong. We'll see. That's cool. I, you know, other people might agree with me. I really couldn't get into college basketball that much this year anyways. Yeah. I didn't make KU games a priority. Like I'd throw them on the iPad while I was playing Xbox or something, you know? Yeah. But uh, it's just been a weird year, so. Ready to get back to normal, man. And we're gonna be we're gonna be out to Children's Mercy Park real soon, my friend. Like we're coming. It's it's gonna be a month from or four weeks from this Friday is the home opener. That's crazy. So we are almost a month out here. And uh, yeah, it's you know I I I've been trying to figure out like okay what what am I comfortable with and and whatnot and uh, I I think you know once I and past the two week mark of, of a second vaccination, I think mm. assuming- Is it two weeks? Is that right? That's what they say generally. Mm. Uh, but they say a lot of things. They also say the Johnson and Johnson one is a laughable vaccine. And I'm like, no, they don't just test don't vaccines. That. <laughs> you don't, my wife has informed me about some TikTok trend about people laughing at Johnson and Johnson vaccines. 
This is serious. TikTok is where I go to get my scientific information on vaccines. That's where she goes. And (laughs) she's smarter than me. She graduated college like 10 years before me. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, you know, I I think once once I'm in the clear from that two-week mark, assuming Sporting KC continues to have some level of COVID, social distancing protocol and whatnot, I, I'm I'm going to be more comfortable going to a game. So sure. we'll we'll see what happens with the uh, you know historically I've I've been in the press box. We'll see if that's a possibility again this year. If if they do something similar to what they did last year, maybe you got to come to the be- maybe you got to come be among the people. Maybe you got to come down there and hang with me. <laughs> if for whatever reason I'm not able to be in the press box this year, I will have to do that. So yeah, I'll get I'll get vaccinated. I'll take it. What they just shoot you in the bum right with like penicillin style. And yeah, that's how it works. That's I science. love that. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. You ever had a penicillin shot? I have not. Right in your bum bum. It is not fun. They're Can't like pull say. down your pants, and I'm like, what's wrong with my arm? <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that's an experience I have had. So it's not great. But but no, I'm excited. And and it, you know, I think uh, in Missouri they said April 9th is the date that all adults are eligible to get vaccinated. There you go. So we're, uh, we're getting there. Yeah. It's exciting stuff, man. And I think, uh, I think it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun, man, getting out there back to sporting and, uh, hell we got rumors that maybe the MLS schedule gets dropped today or tomorrow. Yeah. There's rumors we, out there. We, that uh, means maybe protocols are announced along with the drop. Could be. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's, it's, t- I mean, I've seen some, some places have sort of already talked, or some places, some teams have already talked about what their protocols will be uh, right. and, and how many fans they'll allow. I, I don't think Sporting KC has explicitly said anything. I would imagine it's going to be something similar to where it was at the end of last year. Um, of course, if they're able to get more people in, I'm sure they'll try, but, sure. but we'll see. But we don't, we don't want any, you know, no St. Joseph, Missouri people. Since they're, you know, <laughs> they're lifting their mask restriction. We're not, we're, we're not about those people. You stay over there. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, what I, what I would say, y'all know where we stand, but like, we're so close to the finish line, really. Like, don't trip and fall on your face right before it. Yeah. Let's just get there. I know. Don't be that... Hartzell in a hot dog uniform. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to Hartzell. That happened. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> Giving remember, Big Nate the win, baby. Remember Royals games? Remember people? Yeah. <laughs> Good um, times. Yeah. I just, you know, we're, we're almost there. And, and I know that they say like, you're supposed to continue to wear masks and social distance after you get the vaccine. Cause it's good because of, you know, just making sure with, especially with variants and whatnot. So just please be respectful of other people and, and continue to try. And the sooner we all can get on board with that, the sooner we can be back to normal. Hopefully this summer we will be back to something close to normal. If you need an excuse or further reason to get a vaccine beyond just the idea of returning to some level of normality, Krispy Kreme will give you a free donut every single day if you just show them your vaccination card. That's pretty phenomenal. Krispy Kreme coming in (laughs) hot again. Uh, Hey, when I'm vaccinated, like, can I just, I can start going to like movies again? And like, well, hell, I could go right now, but that doesn't sound that exciting. I mean, look, I... I'm not going to judge like once, once you get vaccinated and at least for me, more importantly, even necessarily than me, the people around me who I care about, once they're all vaccinated, like, I think it's reasonable to expand what you're doing in a more safe way. Like I haven't eaten at a restaurant in more than a year, but I'm okay with that. Takeout's really awesome. 
well, I've learned to love takeout and, and yeah, I'm, that's not going away, but I, I miss there are, movies. I miss Dolby yeah. cinema. Well, especially, you know, some of those Marvel movies now that have gotten pushed back a little bit. But Black Widow, dude, coming to Black Disney Widow, Plus. Yeah. And there's, there's, you know, uh, Shang-Chi and the Eternals and then Doctor Strange next year. Like those are all big screen movies. Yeah. So I'm going to want to see those in the theaters. I but, think I will as well. We'll see. I just okay. like if you, if, you and, going on. if you and the people you care about are vaccinated and you're willing to be reasonable as far as social distancing and, and masking to protect other people since they still don't know for sure if it's fully stops transmission, I think being able to do more stuff is, is totally reasonable. That's they don't know opinion. for sure if vaccination stops transmission? Is that what you said? They, well, they weren't sure at first because they didn't specifically study it. From what I understand, there's more and more data that's beginning to show that it, it at least significantly slows, if not stops, transmission. But what they first tested was, does the vaccine prevent you from getting sick? That doesn't even mean that you don't get infected. It just means mm-hmm. that you don't get symptomatic and get sick. Yeah. And so that was the, and, and more importantly, don't get hospitalized or die. That was the first thing. What they weren't sure about because they hadn't explicitly tested it and we were on such a short timeline is, does it actually prevent infection or transmission? And there's more and more data coming out that it actually does, to a certain extent, prevent transmission, but it's not 100%. So, well, look at me. I'm learning nothing stuff. Is. Science hmm. talk and college basketball. That's what not you even... all came here for, right? Yeah, no <laughs> joke. Well, what happened? What happened last week? Was there a, a sporting game, a little preseason action, right? There was. It wasn't I mean, against quite... the Crapids, but. It wasn't quite as exciting as uh, as the first preseason game against Phoenix Rising. Uh, Sporting KC did play the Colorado Rapids, and uh, your your boy Michael Barrios. Oh my uh, God! Did, you, did anyone else forget that he's actually on that team until you saw him in the highlight package sporting through together? I was just like, this motherfucker! I forgot about him, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's annoying. He's always he moved been a little... closer to us. Now he's he a state away. He's always been annoying when, when Sporting KC played FC Dallas, and now he's on Colorado Rapids, and he will continue to be annoying. And depending uh, on what our schedule is, we could play him 19 times this year. We <laughs> don't know. True. It's true. Uh, Sporting KC had two different lineups to start the half. Uh, as I said, 1-0 loss. It was a 75th-minute goal from Drew Moore for the Colorado Rapids that he had at home. Uh, there was opportunities for Sporting KC potentially in the 16th minute with Shallowy and, and Remy Walter. Uh, Johnny Russell had a a moment in the 22nd minute uh, where he got a pass from uh, Alan Polito. You know, there were opportunities. It's just sporting case he couldn't quite put it home. Ready for the bright spot? We all know it's preseason, so let's shut up about it. Who cares, right? Bright spot. The the squad that got scored on didn't seem to be made up of too many potential starters, if I'm being honest. So... That's something I look at as well. The starters didn't get scored on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. The, on, on the other hand, it was uh, it was a header off of a corner kick. Yeah, it was a it was a rough set piece, and Pulse Camp was livid. Yeah, well, I don't blame him? him. Yeah, Woo! I don't blame him. But He's you know, there, Johnny, set piece goals have continued to be sort of an Achilles heel for Sporting KC. That I mean, I didn't look at the specific stats, but last year it, it wasn't uncommon for Sporting KC to give up a set piece goal. It seemed anecdotally. Yeah, true. So we'll see. Tyler Freeman almost scored in the 81st minute to tie it, but of course he did. It ends 1 0, and that's how it goes. But uh, 
they're back in action tonight against the portland timbers this afternoon this afternoon even i think yeah yeah get your twitters ready skc match day yeah it'll it'll be interesting uh peter for me is did you read his quotes after the game he uh Uh, yes he he didn't actually he wasn't he wasn't terribly upset uh he said it was a very good competitive match for us from start to finish uh two weeks into preseason a lot of the foundational principles that we've been working on are showing up which is really good the other aspects of our game that we that will improve immensely as we continue to get closer and be fit for a 90 minute match so he's kind of just been like okay we're still getting fit it's 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 decent but in particular this was the first we saw of the new midfielder remy walter Mm-hmm. And so Peter said he was very good. He's a very astute soccer player in the game. He reads situations that are happening and really knows how to deal with them. I'm very satisfied and very happy with his performance. And he brings a lot of quality to the team. Him spending more time with us is going to be very important. So it's decent praise for, you know, the first time you see him in a competitive match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how Walter in particular fits into this team mm-hmm. because i think we all thought he was maybe going to be a six and now peter's saying an eight and i don't know and I, I we've talked about this before but i guess this is still the million dollar question is who's the odd people out in the midfield yeah still trying to figure that out i mean it's going to be it could just be a mixture all year man our, our midfield might look a little uh similar to our defense last year where it was never the the same lineup twice it seemed you know yeah possible it, you know i different people have different opinions but i'm more okay with a rotational midfield than i would be a rotational back line yeah uh, good point you i think that the, back line to be solid cohesive right the chemistry on that back line and the trust that they'll be in the right spot at the right time yeah needs to be there and and that's a lot harder to do when you constantly have people moving in and moving out uh i i think in the midfield you can you know, really, Peter's talked about before in the preseason this year how the formation will likely stay the, t- the same, but maybe they'll mess with it a little bit. Maybe they'll change tactics up a little bit. Really, what having that deep of a midfield does is it gives him different options. Even if he stays in a 4-3-3, are we going to be in a more attacking-minded 4-3-3 with maybe Gadi Kinda and Gianluca Buzio as the dual number eights? You could go more defensive-minded and have it be, uh, you know, maybe Felipe Hernandez and Roger Espinosa as the two, two dual number eights. Remy Walter could get in there somewhere. So I think it really just gives Peter Vermees a lot of opportunity to mix and match with his tactics game to game. Hmm. So we'll see. But Portland Timbers this afternoon, uh, they're, they're a team we didn't really play last year because of COVID. So it'll be interesting to see. But Yeah, absolutely. We did also find out that sporting kc is going to compete in the leagues cup as mls and liga mx are back for the tournament once again i now i don't remember do do you remember was this the one that originally started as like just a couple of teams playing against each other in like a one-off game and they're expanding it year over year oh my god i thought you were gonna tell me what it was i (laughs) (laughs) it's uh I don't know, man. I don't know what the League's Cup really is. Like, we're going to be playing the what? Le- the Liga MX ch- uh, champion or something? No, it's an annual soccer competition. The first edition was a single elimination tournament uh, in 2019. Cruz Azul won the 2019 uh, version. Uh, that's right. Okay. So there was there were four. There's the, there's the, I think this is what I was getting confused. There's the League's Cup 
and there's the Campeones Cup. And the Campeones Cup is the one where it's the MLS champion plays the League MX champion. Uh, this is just another tournament between League MX and MLS. So hmm. this did not happen last year. I think this will be the, the second time it happens. I, I, I believe that's correct. Yeah, it was canceled due to the pandemic. So uh, this is there's going to be four teams who play in this uh, f- from MLS. Uh, it's going to be Sporting KC, the Seattle Sounders, Orlando City, and NYCFC, who will join four Liga MX clubs to be named later in this single elimination tournament. It's going to be in August and September. So this is just another tournament. But is this something you're into? I mean, I'm I, any time that they can, you know, possibly win another trophy. Whether, I mean, I'm into it if we win it. If not, <laughs> and like people get injured, then I'm like totally out of it. But the fact that you know, remember the MLS is back tournament. I was like, this is dumb. But if we win, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, and beginning in 2023, the winner of the League's Cup will qualify automatically for Champions League. Hmm. So. I don't know. It's, it's tough. That's cool. That's cool to think about. And they know that, you know, Champions League is on the line. Yeah. It's, uh, we're apparently going to host the League MX opponent that we play the week of August 9th. And then the semifinals will be somewhere in the U.S. And then the finals, a neutral site in the U.S. on uh, the week of September 20th. So it's, you know, it's another tournament. We might not be in the U.S. Open Cup this year because only eight MLS teams will be. Well, and we're all, we're in the we're in this thing, and and that's potentially uh, another home game, right? I mean, we we will be mm-hmm. playing. We'll have tickets to that, so that's that's cool. I'm all for more games, man. Yeah, there's one guaranteed home game. It's unclear about the second game, and then the third game, the final will be at a neutral site. Hell yeah! So it it could be that we get two home games out of this tournament. But if there's a if there's a Liga MX team, I don't know if you can answer this or not, but if there's a Liga MX team that you'd like to see to a sporting KC play in this tournament who, who, who do you want to play do you want, I mean, do you want one of the giants well i have a santos laguna jersey so that's cool <laughs> but uh See them play yeah maybe i just you know i follow them because there was a, a a u.s national team player on there who i whose name escapes me all of a sudden uh well i'll get back to that one of these days but yeah laguna <laughs> or, or even tigres is the big one right Grace Monterey. I'd love to maybe get revenge against Monterey. Yeah. Because they were the ones who uh, <laughs> whooped us after we uh, advanced to the Champions League semifinals. So, yeah, we'll see. But I don't know. I This is one of those tournaments that's like, this is going to be right in the middle of that dreaded August slump that Sporting KC has. Uh, it's going to be going into September as the season's winding down, as we're looking for a potential MLS cup playoff spot. So I'm cool with it. As long as it doesn't take away energy and time and players from the actual fight for an MLS playoff spot. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't want to, gosh, I don't know. I, I always, you know, Peter's always going to say he's putting out his strongest lineup. And it's like, yeah, come on, are you for these kind of games though? I don't know. How serious are you taking that over MLS Cup points? You know, he says it, but then you look at the team sheet and you're like, Peter. He's like, you have lied to us again. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what I do believe is that he's always confident in the team he puts out. 
Sure. I, I totally believe that, but you know, otherwise you'd be a bad coach if you weren't right. <laughs> well, the people I put on the field tonight, I had absolutely no faith in those schmucks, <laughs> but uh, they got the job done. <laughs> but I mean, you've seen in the early rounds of us open cup games and, and whatnot before that that's not the first choice 11 that gets out there. Right. So, and you know, you, you even see some of that happening, uh, like overseas, man, like man United and all the other teams seem to have like a starting goalkeeper. Yeah. And then the backup goalkeeper and other players will play the uh, FA Cup games and whatnot, or the right. Europa, you know? Right. So. It's told, Yeah, it's it's fine. You know, until you start getting toward the quarterfinals, semifinals, that's when, okay, Man City will actually yep. start putting out a team or whatnot. And Champions uh, League's a different story. They're always going to sure. go out, you know, balls to the wall uh, yeah. situation. Yeah, and I think even Sporting KC and CONCACAF Champions League, even though it's not the prestige of UEFA – there there's a, a desire for an MLS club to win CONCACAF yeah. Champions League. And that's the one thing about this tournament that will be interesting to me because like I mentioned, U.S. Open Cup early rounds, that's when you get the Tyler Pashers of the past or whatnot mm. getting minutes on the team. Look at that name drop. I love me, a ty- <laughs> I love me some Tyler Pasher. But this one, because it's Liga MX, that's what has me wondering if MLS clubs will take this a little more seriously or if the league won't put pressure at least on the clubs to take this one a little more seriously. Cause there's always been that rivalry between MLS and league MX and, and MLS has always been seen as the little brother who can't quite catch up to the quality of league MX. And there's even the rumors that one day they might join and form a super league. So this could be the beginnings of something like that. Yeah. That's been spoken about. I, Little brother, listen here. I, let's file for emancipation and get the hell out of that family, okay? I don't think that's necessary. Could it be exciting? I think even the president of FIFA was like, that would be great. And they'd be one of the perennial leagues in this world, you know, if they did something like that. And it's like, just relax. You're FIFA. You're corrupt. We don't like you anyways. You're under investigation probably constantly. Every month. So, it's something. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um who knows? But we'll see what happens. We, Like I said, we don't yet know if we're in the U.S. Open Cup. There's going to be eight teams from MLS representing the league. And I think we mentioned last time. It's not enough teams, dude. I don't understand it. But well, they're should, trying I to, should I be mad? I, I don't know. They're trying to limit with the pandemic still going on, travel. And, you know, I feel I feel mostly bad for some of the lower division teams who they're not getting the chance to uh, to work their way up into the tournament. That's true. That was always great to see those those little giants, you know, jump in there. So yeah. So we'll see, but I think there's still rumors. This hasn't been confirmed that I've seen, but that the first three games are going to determine the eight MLS representatives. So. You said that, and I, you know, I don't feel terrible about that. I guess because who? What are our games? Uh, Orlando Red Bulls and RSL. Yeah, Red Bull. Uh, Red Bulls on April seventeenth. Uh, Orlando's the home opener. Yeah. Friday, April 23rd, and then RSL Saturday, May 1st. Two Eastern Conference teams and a, and a Western Conference rival, man. So yeah, if you, if you could sweep that, get all those points, get into the Open Cup. I, I'm a fan of put me in every competition. I want to watch. I want to be there. Too much soccer doesn't exist. Too much sporting. I mean, come on, man. We just had the year of, of hell. And we're just dying to, <laughs> we're dying to see more, you know, and right. now that we have a full season here, I'm just like, give it all to me. All right. Inject right. it into my butt. I'm just ready. <laughs> just like the penicillin. <laughs> and, well, and the good thing is the league's cup games are going to be on ESPN. It seems like. So you'll be able to see. Yeah. Them. Yeah. 
right. unlike Sporting KC games, if you're a streamer. Well, you're not going to get Bally Sports Plus or whatever? It's not even an option this year. It's not? Okay. No. I'm, I'm just talking. Yeah. <laughs> Streaming for streamers, you're kind of out of luck unless you have a friend who's going to give you a, a login. Yeah. But it's true. It's, uh, I don't know, man. Or obviously get to the home games. But what are you going to do? How are you going to watch your games? I have ways. Oh, you got friends? I have ways. Okay. <laughs> that's some that's some shit right there. Look look at you looking all shady over here. I have, I, I <laughs> got your hat ways. propped up. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, there is there are some national team games coming up, and and it doesn't really affect Sporting KC from from the U.S. men's national team standpoint. There's like one MLS player. It's I think Sebastian Legette is on the U.S. men's squad. The rest of it's a bunch of European players. Right. Uh, but Alan Polito, he got called into the Mexican national team for friendlies yeah. against Wales and Costa Rica. How do we feel about that? Well, it's preseason, so sure. he he will leave for the game. I could on, assume on this Saturday. could be overtraining, or this could be uh, uh, good for him. You know what could I mean? Be, I, yeah. I just worry about injury, dude. Well, that's true, but the first game's on Saturday against Wales. Okay. Uh, and, well, and this is the bummer. ESPN? I don't know. Or Fox Sports? It's, it's a one good of question. It's going to be on one of them, I'm sure. Yeah. The Mexico national team games are always on TV here somewhere. Oh, absolutely. But it's the games are in Europe, so he's going to be in Wales on Saturday, and then on Tuesday next week, it'll be against Costa Rica, and then he'll be able to fly back. He's going to quarantine, and I think he should be good to go by the first game, assuming nothing crazy happens. He doesn't get sick or anything, so we'll see. But, you know, the, the only bummer of this is he doesn't get that training time with some of the newer guys. True. Uh, you know, he was injured last year quite a bit, missed some time, so maybe he hasn't built up the same connection with guys like Gadi Kinda or, or Johnny Russell or whatnot, but – this is also probably more competitive soccer than he would get playing against, you know, the Portland Timbers reserves. Oh, no doubt. So, well, well, well that's exciting. It. It's, it's nice to, uh, I mean, I, I hope he plays. I mean, I remember last time I didn't even bother to watch. I kind of kept an eye on if he would get into the game or not. Right. Cause I'll, you know, I'll pay attention if he's in the game, Right. but uh, I don't care to watch that game if, if he's not playing. Yeah, well, 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 I I feel the same. That's sort of you how better, I feel about. You better text me if I'm if I'm doing something. What what times did you did you stop the times already? Uh, it was oh gosh, I had it here and then I got rid of it. It is Central Time, three p.m. on Saturday and two p.m. next Tuesday. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Right in the middle of the work day, love distractions. <laughs> <laughs> At least the first day is a Saturday, so for most people they'll be off, but. There we'll you see. go, man. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Watch the Royals? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> let's let's get to some questions here. Uh, Sam Gleason said the conversation with Johnny Russell last week got me thinking. And by the way, shout out to the club. They did a little write up about us and, and the Johnny Russell interview. So that was kind of cool. Shout, shouts to Johnny, man. Johnny's just Johnny's a cool dude. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I talked enough about his body, though. Did I say enough about his body? <laughs> Do you think I said too much? Was uh, was Marissa uncomfortable after that? No, I think she wanted to know more, which makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, shout out to the club. And then you saw this. We were mentioning the uh, the media roundup a couple other times because we did Stateside Soccer Show. That's right. And Check them out. They're hustling out there. I-80 Sports, Sporting KC Preview. So, Never heard of them, but they, they're like a national thing, right? They're, they're, yeah, I think they're based out of uh, um, D.C. 
Oh, okay. But they cover the league. And that's that's some true hustle right there like with Stateside yeah. and I-80 to cover a whole league. Like, look at us. We just cover a team. Okay. I-80, I they got some followers too because they tweeted about us. Next thing I know, it was like 30-plus retweets going on. And I was like, what is Ooh, we got that retweet. <laughs> So that never happens. They have a video version, which I didn't quite realize when I was doing it. And I was like looking all around at times. And I was You're like, like should I go change my shirt? Like <laughs> I had a sporting shirt. shirt on, thankfully, but I was like, for some reason, I peek behind the curtain. Yeah. The KU game was also going on. And the Everton Man City game was also going on at the same time that we were recording. So I had them and they knew this. I told them this ahead of time. I had them on my laptop. Like I'm talking to you now. And when I we're saw talking, your damn eyes looking up. <laughs> There's a screen right behind here where I had I had two games going. So Oh my god. Two was, games. You can't possibly watch both. Well, I had a basketball game going and a soccer game going. So like well, I kept popping my eyes up like that, trying to see what was going on. I saw that. I was like, why does this son of a bitch keep rolling his eyes at him? What the- yeah, no, not rolling my eyes. I'm trying to keep an eye on the the games that I had going on in the background. Oh, so that's phenomenal. Yeah. But they knew they were like they were they said that they had screens with it going on too. So yeah. Very cool. Uh, well, thanks for representing out there. I know they uh, they didn't let me come on for some reason. So we uh, well, there there was, you know, originally I think the plan was they were going to have reps from LAFC and LA Galaxy also on there. I wasn't okay. sure how it was going to work, but so they yeah, were a I little think worried. About, my invite like, got lost. I might be. I didn't check my spam. It could have been in my spam. I I did try. I tried. I know you tried, but I, <laughs> I get no love, man. They wanted well, some analytical stuff. They didn't want to bring in the cool guy. All right, I'm no. the cool guy, man. Well, the guy, cool you know, too, though. It was, it was fun. I do it again. They had their thoughts about who's going to start for Sporting KC. So, you shut them down. Did you say you're wrong? Well, they, they were thinking that Shallow is going to be the starter in the left wing, and I tried to explain why that's probably not going to happen. But <laughs> we'll see. Well, then it's we'll a good see. thing I, I wasn't there because I'd be like, mm, where? Why are you thinking that? Please there elaborate. You- there's a possibility i'm wrong you never know that's so. true man he, shallow he's hustling too that's my new thing by the way i say a lot of people are hustling mm-hmm. i don't know why every day i am but he uh <laughs> if you see him in training videos and stuff he's killing it you think he doesn't want that spot he knows sure what he's he doing does. absolutely sure we'll see uh, and you he's know, busting ass man G- freaking gazelle legs he's gonna kill it Peter's going to give uh, whoever is most deserving of that spot the spot. So whether Shadowly played 100 minutes last year or not, that's, you know, I think it's indicative of something, but it's not indicative of everything. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Absolutely. But uh, Sam Gleason, back to his question. The conversation with Russell last week got me thinking about other international duty conflicts we might have. With some issues with depth already, do you foresee any other potential midseason absences due to international call-ups? I mean, possibly a Johnny Russell absence and Polito. So, I mean, there's that those two right up front. Yeah. You know, uh, and, there is Europa, not Europa, um, the Euros. Yeah. The, the Euros are happening this summer. And Johnny was not shy about wanting to get in the Scotland team to get uh, get there for the Euros. Sure. Uh, He's very interested to do, to do that. So that was the one that we talked about last week. Polito is clearly in the Mexican national team picture. Uh, we're getting closer to World Cup qualifying, so there's possibilities there. There's obviously the Olympics that are still on schedule this year, though we don't have any people on the Olympic uh, roster that was named. Buzio was sort of in the picture, but um, well, it's, Olympics are kind of a mini World Cup, man. It's kind of like you, you still want to rep your country, you know, yeah. no matter who's playing. I would say that there, there's definitely the possibility of Polito. There's also the possibility of Gadikinda. He's gone to represent Israel a few times for their national team. That's true. So 
Uh, I think Roger's probably done with national team soccer at this point. Oh, I think he flat out officially retired from Honduras a few couple years ago. Yeah, so I think that uh, was a thing. It's it's probably Polito or Gadiquinda, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't foresee anyone else really making too much of, of headway into the national team picture, but yeah, certainly not Tim Melia. He 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 blacklisted for some reason. <laughs> it's a it's a bummer, and I know every team who has an American keeper thinks their keeper is the one who deserves a shot at the national oh, team yeah. spot. But and I get that Tim Melia's age is not on his side, and they have Zach Steffen, and they want whatever. But like, it really is a shame that some at some point in the last five or six years, Melia did not get an opportunity. Son of a gun couldn't even get a tryout. Right. You know, give me a tryout. Like give him a give him a damn gold cup or something. Oh my god, come to the treeouts, man. It would have been great. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't it's know a bummer. what movie that's from. Is that from that's from Longest Yard, isn't it? Come to come to the treeouts. <laughs> it's been so <laughs> so, so long since I've seen the longest no, yard. That's the longest yard. I don't even think I've you. seen the new I've never seen the Adam Sandler version. I've only seen what? the original. Oh my god, the Sandler version was everything, man. That was good. I liked the original. Now Stone should, Cold is in there. Stone Cold. I should I should caveat that it's probably been 15 years since I've seen the original. I do not know if it holds up. Uh, probably not. It might not. I'm age not well. sure the new one holds up. You know, it's, <laughs> so whatever. Uh, there's a, there's a high probability that I go back and watch this and I'm like, yikes, can't watch that anymore. Yep. Shut uh, it down. A lot of things don't hold up. And me and Marissa will watch some old movies and she's like, yeesh. And I'm like, come on. This was 92. Yeah, you know. It's one of those things though, like, you know, especially like, you know, we're old enough to remember the days of like original YouTube or, or uh, various comedy websites or whatnot that that would have viral comedy sketches or whatnot. And, and you and you always think about it like, oh, I remember this was such a funny bit or a funny sketch yeah, or everybody. I remember hamster dance. Hamster Dan, Badger, Badger, Badger. I don't know if you ever saw that one. No. Um, or, or the End of the World video. Okay. Um, I I remember in high school, everybody just dying at these. And now I'm scared to like ever recommend them to the younger generation. Because I feel like I'm going to like tell my youngest brother, like, wow. oh, yeah, go watch this video. It's called End of the World. It's a it's an animated comedy clip. And everybody, it was so hilarious. He's going to watch. He's going to be like, you, you racist. Mother. Yep. Like gen z is coming for you bro yeah so i haven't watched it in years it's probably not great so what you're but, not a you're not a big watcher of the boondocks <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen the boondocks honestly that's some funny shit i, I know it's not for me but it is hilarious <laughs> never seen it so but yeah i just remember watching you know e-bombs world and whatnot oh, yeah. all those old sites who you know they had some the, funny stuff. the romp the romp.com <laughs> Yeah, there was a, or even like game websites. Did you ever go to like addictinggames.com and just Can, play like candy stand, candy stand, yeah. mini clip? I like got the high these... score on mini golf for a little bit. I was killing it. Yeah, I forgot about candy stand. That was the one I was trying to think of the other day. They had like the, the like candy themed mini golf. Mini golf was everything. I was like, yeah. I'm hole in one in everything. Let's yeah. go. There was like a slime basketball game that I played that was yeah. kind of fun. So there you go, time. people. There you go, people. That's why you're here. Go look this up that mini golf because that is some true American gaming right there. Old millennial nostalgia segment. Yeah, you don't want to, you know, bump your golf ball off lifesavers and shit. That's good times. Gummy uh, lifesavers. <laughs> Let's see here. Justin Schaefer, uh, who will have the biggest growth this year over last year? Bro, I'm thinking shallow if I'm being honest. You think I, so? I, I mean, he had one of the big, arguably one of the biggest declines. So why wouldn't he have the biggest growth if he's allowed to 
be there and flourish. He can't get much lower than the last couple of years to flourish. That's magic. Flourish. Um, he can't get much lower than he did the last couple of years, in all honesty. So there's there's that for him. That's what I'm um, saying. Yeah. Who else is growing? Who can you say, who can you say? Who's gonna do it? Well, I mean, I guess it really just depends on your definition of of growth because could it be somebody like Wilson Harris? Because he inherently has to have growth going from USL to MLS. Well, that's just that's just cheap. You're just now you're just saying like, well, he grew up and uh, he's forced <laughs> to do so. I'm just telling you, dude, co-sign the Daniel thing. Co-sign it. I'm telling okay. you right now. It could be Daniel. Here's here's, here's another legit, legitimate one, though. It could also be Jalen Lindsay. All this right. is his shot at stealing that right back starting spot from Graham Zeus. He's not throwing it away. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, everybody else, you know, Johnny, we know who Johnny is. Polito, we know who yeah. he is. Best friends. Uh, <laughs> so, we'll see. Could be Punchech. Oh. Punchech could take a step and really anchor that back line. Could be. I don't know, man. When I think growth, I just, I think like, uh, you know, comeback player of the year type situation and, you know, who's really going to be a standout guy of being, I don't know. I think a lot of people will agree with me for shallowy. Agree with me, people. Disagree. Could could be. Uh, This is uh, from our friends over at the stateside soccer show and it's tangentially related. They said, who is the player to watch for SKC heading into the 2021 season? And, uh, well, that's I-80 jumped in and they replied it was Polito as well. Okay. So. Whose podcast is it? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's the obvious answer. Is, These is weren't Polito. Twitter questions. These are questions for the pod. <laughs> what are they doing? Hijacking the show? Yep. They're going to come on, take it over, and that's that. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, Polito, it's the easy answer, but it's realistically probably also the correct answer because yeah. – he didn't get as much time last year as we would have wanted him to just due to injuries and whatnot. So. And come on, dude, I want him to just blow up because if anyone's had one of the worst years, it's him moving to a a different country and having to be in in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. If you want a player outside of Polito, I'm going to say Nicholas Isamat Mirren, the guy okay. who's really expected to come in and, and solidify that starting center back spot that was sort of half Beasler, half Winston Reed last year. And really, can he become the anchor on the back line? Can it be Punchech? But I think there's more expectation for Isamat Mirren, maybe. I don't know if I'm reading well, the situation wrong. But And throw Busio in there because he well, said he wants to put the team on his back. Yeah. So let's, let's see it happen. I mean, the that, guys are behind him. They, they're into it. That's that's actually a good shout, and I think it sort of depends on your definition of who is the player to watch because, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to be the main guy for Sporting KC? Ideally, that's your number 10. Well, yeah, most I teams. mean, Polito's going to be the best player in the team. We all know that. That's, that's Ideally. pretty indisputable, I would say most people would, would agree. But who is the player to watch is kind of a different question, and I think you're, you actually bring up a good point. The player oh, to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean that as it sounded. It wasn't like that a never happens. That you brought up a good point. But I think it's a good point that like Buzio might be the player to watch, not only because of the expectations from given in the number 10, but also all the uh, attraction he's getting from European clubs and that sporting case he's got that 10 million valuation on him reportedly. Hmm. That's that's a storyline that yeah, can man. play out. Um, I'm a fan of a good storyline because so. I watch wrestling. 
uh, I heard there was some controversy with uh, the, the Peacock stream versus the WWE Network stream or something like that. Well, it was like two minutes delayed or something, which I'm like, oh. okay, it doesn't bother me. I'm not on Twitter getting it spoiled for me or deal. anything. Yeah, doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal then. Other than that, it was flawless. I mean, we, we tried it out. We didn't have to, but yeah, we yeah. tried it out. That's what it's going to be going forward now, right? If you got Peacock, mm-hmm. you can watch all the, the pay-per-views or whatnot. That's right. I could watch WrestleMania again this year because I did my free trial last year for it. And, you could uh, do a Peacock trial, have, dude. Why not? Well, I have Peacock. Oh, there you go. So I, I, had, I had Peacock before they even announced this. So now I'll be able to check As in you should, occasionally. Man. You should check in all week. It's going to be great. Yeah. We'll see. We'll I'll see. sell you. I'll sell you on it. <laughs> A uh, couple other questions here before we probably wind down. Uh, thoughts on the new rumored target? Uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Hussein Balich. Uh, I think we talked about this briefly last week. Maybe, maybe not. It might have broke right before. I think you mentioned it. I think you yeah. mentioned it briefly, but uh, we were just like, up, oh, keep an eye on it. That's right. So, we we kind of said that Kristen Dyer had reported that SKC yeah. was, was one of the five clubs. Left uh, winger, right? He's a left winger. He's 25 years old, plays in the Austrian Bundesliga. He's supposedly Ooh. got a $2.2 million valuation uh, on transfer market. Wow. Uh, and he's under contract through June of 2024. So that's probably designated player levels right there. You would think so. I, yeah. I'd be interested to see if anything comes of that, but uh, you know, it sounds like it could help us. I've never seen a lick of his performances, but well, let me let me read you this. This is from the Blue Testament. Uh, in late 2020, Balich was linked to Southampton and Brentford out of England. Um, before that, he was linked to Scottish giants Celtic. In that story, the Daily Mail referred to him as quote one of the fastest players in football. Whoa! So like, like running. Yeah. Whew. So I know we had some speed with Gerso. We did. But uh what if we got a guy who's faster than Gerso on the left wing? Is he uh is he a German dude or Austrian dude or uh let's see I don't here. know the Nash the name. I'm just like I'm he plays in the Austrian Bundesliga. Yeah. Um yeah, he's a, he's an Austrian international. Austrian baller, huh? That's cool. Twenty five. So is Austria right by Germany? It's they're pretty similar right in like germany location. and hungary yeah okay because i think it was austria hungary back in the olden days yeah oh, it's right. it's right there by uh by in between i knew you'd know germany you're and my, hungary you're my atlas <laughs> have you ever speaking of i found I'm, I'm probably way late to this party have you ever heard of a game called GeoGuessr? i've heard of geocaching no I, this um... is an online thing called GeoGuessr. I just found this and it's, it's shouldn't be as fun as it is. You look really excited right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can play online with, with against people and my brothers and I have been playing it, but what it is, you know how you go to like Google maps and you can do like the street view and like look around. Yeah. Right? So what GeoGuessr does is it picks a random spot in the entire world. Literally like it could be on a country road in the middle of Siberia, or it could be in front of the Matterhorn at Disneyland. And it drops you in that location on Street View. And you have to try to figure out as close as you possibly can by pinning in a map, where in the world are you? 
just by, just like by looking at clues. one picture. You can move around if you want to. You can set it, you can set it so that you can't move around. But like you can you can do it like street view where you're like, okay, I'm gonna try to go down the street. Oh, there's a sign. Okay, it's in Spanish, so I know it's a Spanish speaking country, but where and you can try to figure out context clues. You just said geography, so I got excited. Do you get do you work at all? Like <laughs> this is during, this is at night. No, my, it's not at night. Come on. My my family's all on the west coast, so I gotta stay up late to to do anything with them. Oh, okay. You're a family guy. <laughs> i'm just saying geoguessr is a fun time and if you want to learn geography in a fun and educational way you can play geoguessr sounds I, cool man i got dropped at the middle of nowhere random ass intersection in south africa and Whoa. i somehow got within 10 yards of being correct wow what if it was like <laughs> what if they actually dropped like damn robots or something and <laughs> and you got actual people like walking up to you and, and you're yeah. like what the hell where am i <laughs> it's 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 a fun game because uh you know like in that case i was like oh there's like this highway intersection and it says johannesburg on the sign so i know i'm in south africa and then i was able to go on the map and find it and i'm like oh i think i'm literally right here and so you can just you keep going away. down streets and you could you can make your way to an airport and read a I sign mean, if you wanted to but i mean they're not all in english you won't yeah. be able to tell what it is oh i'll tell the I'll the thing that i've learned from playing this game for a little bit is that a lot of places in the world just look like ohio yeah could, like 80% of the time I'm dropped somewhere and I'm just like, this is Ohio. You're like, okay, I'm in Kansas. Great. What? <laughs> and then, nope, you're in the middle of Bulgaria. Oh so. my gosh. <laughs> anyway, we, uh, clearly we've, uh, we've gone toward the end of the podcast. It's a pandemic, damn it. We'll talk uh, about what we want to talk about. <laughs> I think that's basically all the questions we got this week. The only other thing I was going to mention was you saw the new SKC2 kits. Yeah. I They're... like the solid blue a lot. You do? Yeah. It's cool. It's that's, a cool that's shirt. Slick, man. That's something you could uh I don't know. I just I love it. I'm not I'm not a huge hoops fan, dude. You know that. Uh... The horizontal stripes. I don't need that. Give me a solid, <laughs> give me a solid color all day. Yeah. I, I do like the secondary shirt, but it's basically yeah. the 2015 Sporting KC secondary shirt. Yeah, I, I uh... like it too, but I mean it's just it's not my favorite. You know? Yeah. But the primary shirt. That's one where like that looks just like a cool sporting KC shirt. Like it doesn't necessarily scream jersey. It screams like you could just wear this around and like nobody would know that it's even a jersey. It's just a sporting KC shirt. Which one are you talking about? The the all blue one that you like. Oh, the SKC two one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because exactly. it's got still got the sporting crest on it and whatnot. And it's got the USL yeah. patch on the side. But like you could get that and like people just walk around and think like, oh, that's just a cool sporting shirt. There's no collar, right? no see that'd be cool style. if it was a collar because i'd wear that bad boy to the office <laughs> that's true but i gotta have a collar man i just can't show up wearing a shirt that's if true. we ever go back to the office i might just work from home forever who the hell knows <laughs> you <laughs> laugh i'm not kidding i know hey it's happening there's yeah. a number of places that just shut down their offices altogether and they're like we can do it remote very productive doing it remote and so. i don't even have to wear pants <laughs> i don't know if you're wearing pants right now i haven't seen i don't okay. need to check you want to see nope you sure We're good no, nope. I could show you. I don't think I need it. Thank you guys so much for listening this week to no other pod. Uh, I, don't, I don't have anything else. You got anything else? You know, I don't, man. We got it. <laughs> something we was got, coming there. You thought so. You were like, oh, shit, he's going to talk. You know, today, another preseason game, man. It's the Portland Timbers. 
I'm kind of excited about this one. I wish we could watch live. I really do. Yeah. I, I got people coming at me like, hey, how can I watch these preseason matches? I've had people ask me that. Tell uh, like, you can't. Tell Chad to sneak in there. He lives in Arizona. Sneak in there and Ooh, Facebook Live that shit, Facebook baby. Facebook Live it. You know. Chad, Chadwick. Oh my <laughs> God. That'd be amazing. So, but uh, but yeah, I think that's that's all we got this week. So Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMac03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. Shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. You know we'll read them if you do. So get them out there. Tell your family, tell your friends. And uh, make sure you take care of your bum. HelloTushy.com slash NoOther. 10% off a discount for your Hello Tushy bidet. Your butt will thank you later. But until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. And shots can go in your arms or your bum. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.